0: This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for this week's briefing, which will summarize publications from April 25th through May 20th. While this podcast has focused on COVID-19 for the past two years, there are a number of important health topics beyond COVID-19 that we'll be covering this week. In this episode, I'll discuss findings from four MMWR reports. The first report highlights the effectiveness of a COVID-19 additional primary or booster dose among nursing home residents. The second report examines modifiable risk factors for Alzheimer's disease and related dementias among adults aged 45 years and older. The third report highlights changes in firearm homicide and suicide rates in the United States from 2019 to 2020. And the last report looks at factors associated with HIV prevention and healthcare use among transgender women. Nursing home residents have experienced disproportionately high levels of COVID-19-associated severe disease and death. Yet, little is known about the effectiveness of an additional primary or booster dose of COVID-19 vaccine against infection in this population, especially against the Omicron variant. In the first report, investigators analyzed data to estimate the vaccine effectiveness of COVID-19 additional primary or booster doses against infection when compared with primary series vaccination. The nursing home residents who received an additional primary or booster dose had a 47% lower rate of infection compared with those who had received two doses of an mRNA vaccine or one dose of a Janssen vaccine. By March 2022, 65% of nursing home residents had received an additional primary or booster dose. These findings highlight the importance of ensuring nursing home residents are up to date with their COVID-19 vaccines. Such efforts should be in conjunction with other COVID-19 prevention strategies, including infection control, testing, and vaccination of nursing home staff members and visitors. There are many conditions beyond COVID-19 that affect this population. Alzheimer's disease, the most common cause of dementia, affects an estimated 6.5 million people aged 65 years and older in the United States. A growing body of evidence has identified potential risk factors for Alzheimer's disease and related dementias that can be reduced through behavioral change. These risk factors include high blood pressure, not meeting the aerobic physical activity guideline, obesity, diabetes, depression, cigarette smoking, hearing loss, and binge drinking. In the second report, researchers examined the status of these modifiable risk factors for Alzheimer's disease and related dementias. Among U.S. adults aged 45 years and older, the most common of these risk factors were high blood pressure and not meeting the aerobic physical activity guideline. Adults with subjective cognitive decline, which is a self-reported experience of worsening confusion or memory loss in the previous year, is an early indicator of possible future Alzheimer's disease or related dementias. They were more likely to report having almost all modifiable risk factors and a higher number of risk factors than those without subjective cognitive decline. Implementing evidence-based strategies to address modifiable risk factors supports healthy aging and prevention and control of various chronic conditions, such as hypertension, diabetes, and obesity. Better management of chronic conditions and behavioral change, including more physical activity, can reduce everyone's risk for Alzheimer's and related dementias. Firearm homicides and suicides are persistent and significant U.S. public health concerns. In 2020, the majority of homicides and suicides in the United States involved a firearm. In the third report, investigators examined changes in firearm homicide and suicide rates coinciding with the emergence of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. They found that during the COVID-19 pandemic, the firearm homicide rate in the United States reached its highest level since 1994 with substantial increases among several populations. The largest increases occurred among non-Hispanic Black or African American men aged 10 to 44 years and non-Hispanic American Indian or Alaskan Native men aged 25 to 44 years. These increases have widened disparities in rates by race and ethnicity and poverty level. There were also several increases in firearm suicide rates. Comprehensive strategies that address underlying economic, physical, and social conditions contributing to the risk for violence and suicide are urgently needed to reduce these rates and disparities. The last report highlights the importance of addressing factors contributing to disparities in HIV care. Transgender women are disproportionately affected by HIV. Among more than 1,600 transgender women, who participated in CDC's National HIV Behavioral Surveillance during 2019 to 2020, four in 10 received a positive HIV test result. CDC analyzed this data to better understand the factors associated with HIV prevention and care among transgender women. Researchers found that certain factors, including low income, severe food insecurity, and experiencing homelessness were common and associated with lower receipt of HIV prevention and treatment services. Having a usual source of health care or a provider with whom one was comfortable discussing gender related issues was associated with HIV testing, pre exposure prophylaxis use, and viral suppression, which play key roles in HIV prevention. Addressing the underlying factors that contribute to disparities in HIV and providing gender-affirming health care is critical to reaching more transgender women with HIV prevention and care services. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports, go to cdc.gov slash MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.